Tax season is here and with it, the stress of getting your taxes done right. Today, we're going to look at some ways that you can simplify, organize, and maximize your tax deductions and credits this year. We'll also get into how you can set yourselves up for big wins next year as well. Welcome to Couple Money, a podcast focused on helping spouses get on the same page, dump their debt faster, and get on the path to financial freedom together. I'm your host, Elle Martinez. This podcast is brought to you by Coastal Credit Union. Coastal's mission is to help you live a better life by offering you a better way to bank. Learn how by visiting bankbetter.org. Now, before we jump into this episode, I want to be clear about one thing. I'm not a tax expert, not a CPA, not an EA, that's an enrolled agent. But even if I was, I cannot give specific tax advice to you on this podcast because every family is different. And that means so are your taxes. However, there are several key areas where many of us, especially busy couples, couples who are juggling so many things like kids, work, finances, side projects, and more that we should be paying attention to because they will have a huge impact on how things go for us when it comes to taking care of our taxes. And I got some good news. I'm going to keep this episode on the shorter side. Why? Because if you're a regular person like me, taxes are not the most exciting thing. However, we have seen how important it is to get our taxes done for our finances, both with planning throughout the year, as well as using our refunds to reach our financial goals faster. And I want you to see taxes in a better, less stressful light. So we're going to keep this a little bit shorter than our typical episodes. But today we are going to be looking at decoding key tax terms like tax credits and deductions so that you can be better prepared when you're filing. How to make sure your paycheck is working for you. You may be leaving money on the table. And then accounts that you can use to maximize your finances now and later. When you file your taxes this year, I want you to feel more confident and ready to tackle them. Sounds good? Let's get started. One of the hangups people have with doing their taxes is just understanding the jargon. Those forms are doing no favors to us when they're asking about capital gains and adjusted gross income. That's why learning and understanding just a few key terms can make a world of difference when you file. Let's start at the beginning. When you are filing taxes, the first thing you want to make sure you're doing is having the right status with the IRS. So why is it important? Basically, based on your filing status, your standard deduction, how much you owe, and what tax credits and deductions you can take are based on it. And the IRS has five main filing statuses, single, married filing separate, married filing jointly, head of household, and qualifying widower or widow with dependent child. Right now, the standard deduction for those who are married filing jointly is $24,400. And most of you listening probably are going to go that route, but you still want to make sure that that's the most appropriate filing status for you. The next thing you want to know about is withholding. And this actually happens even before you file your taxes. When you started your job, somewhere buried in that pile of paperwork that HR gave you was a W-4. 
And a W-4 is to make sure that your employer is collecting the proper amount of federal income taxes from you. And as a general rule of thumb, you should double check and possibly update your W-4 whenever the following happens. You get married, you have a child, or you have a significant change in deductions. And you also want to get your deductions right because it can work in your favor or work against you with your paychecks. For example, sometimes when you're getting a big tax refund, it's because you're having too much withheld from each paycheck. And then you have to wait till when you file your taxes to get that money back. So if you're properly withholding, there's a chance that you're going to get more money in your paycheck, which you can use then to take care of your financial goals instead of waiting until later. All right, let's talk about tax deductions and tax credits. Depending on your circumstances, your filing status and income, you can qualify for various tax credits and deductions. And usually people put these two together, but there are some subtle differences and knowing them can help you tremendously. In short, tax deductions reduce your taxable income. Tax credit though, lowers your actual tax bill. So your income, may be a certain amount, but when you use that tax deduction in the eyes of the IRS, they're only going to be taxing you on the lower amount. Now, what you owe, the tax credits can help. Depending if it's a non-refundable or refundable, not only can it lower your tax bill, but if it's a refundable credit, you could get that money back. And speaking of deductions, another decision you have to make is whether or not to take the standard deduction. So we mentioned that for a couple that's married filing jointly, that standard deduction is currently $24,400. The big plus with going the standard deduction is that it's so much easier when it comes to filing. You can use this deduction, no question asked. Or you can itemize your deduction, which may lower your taxable income even more. However, you're going to have to make sure you have the documentation on hand to prove that you qualify for all these deductions. In general, as you're reviewing your options, you're going to go with the one that gives you the biggest tax break. Let's talk about income. With the IRS, there are several different types of income, and I want to make sure that you understand them. The first one we're going to talk about is gross income. This is the total income you have from your salary, uh, tips, capital gains, interest, dividends, all of that, before taking out the deductions and your taxes. The adjusted gross income is all that income you receive minus specific types of deductions. And finally, you have your taxable income. And this is what is used to calculate how much taxes you owe. And it is your adjusted gross income minus the deductions and expenses that are allowed for that year. But it's before the tax credits are considered. And the last term I'm including, because people keep asking me about this, is your capital gains. And this is earnings that you have that does count towards your gross income. It could be usually associated with selling a stock and making a profit. But basically, you are selling some kind of asset higher than what you initially bought it for. So this is not a complete list or deep detailed a dictionary of tax terms, but I do want to give you the most important terms to be familiar with. That way, when you're looking at the form, you have a better idea of what they're asking for and that you can be more accurate when you file your taxes.
Now that you have a clear idea of what those forms are asking for, let's move on to ways that you can capitalize with your taxes. We're talking about making sure that you take the tax deductions, credits, and you're using the accounts to qualify for them. The first area we're going to look at is retirement. One of the easiest ways you can help yourself now and later is making sure you're making those contributions towards retirement. And there are two types of accounts that I want to talk about. And then within those accounts, there are two options. So the first account that many people are familiar with is your 401k. Other equivalents could be your 4013b or your thrift savings plan. This is an account open through your employer. And when you make contributions to what's called a traditional 401k, those contributions are made pre-tax, meaning that your taxable income for when you contribute is now lower. Another version of the 401ks is the Roth 401k. And the difference here is that you're not going to get the tax benefits immediately, meaning that money that you put into that is after taxes. But when you take it out during retirement, you can withdraw it tax-free. Now, depending on your employer, you can get an added benefit, which is a match. Some employers will put in money if you put in money. And so while you're saving already for your retirement, you're going to get some extra money to bump that in. And with the power of compounding interest, that can be significant gains and a big boost to your balance. Another type of account that you want to look into if you have the means to do so is an IRA or individual retirement arrangement. This is different than a 401k because you're not going through your employer. This is something that you open up yourself and you typically have more investment options available to you. And like a 401k, there are two types. You can go with the traditional, meaning the contributions you put in lower your taxable income now, or you can do a Roth where you put in the money after taxes, but when you take it out during retirement, it is tax-free. So let's look at the second area, health insurance. Healthcare costs can really take a tremendous bite out of your paycheck. However, there are some accounts that can help you get some benefits. The first one is the flexible spending account. And what this does is you take out that money pre-tax with each of your paychecks and it's set aside an account so that you can use it during the year for medical expenses. The downside with a flexible spending account is if you don't use it during the year, then you will lose the benefit. The second, which sounds almost similar, but there is a big difference, is the health savings account. Now, again, this is a tax advantage account in that what you put in will lower your taxable income, but it also grows tax-free and withdraws tax-free. You can use this account to pay for medical expenses like deductibles, copays, so forth. Now, the restriction with this is that you have to have a high deductible health insurance plan. Now, I have a couple episodes where I speak with financial planner Michael Dinich about making your healthcare costs more affordable, and we dig in deep about the different health plans and how to decide which plan is right for you. So please listen to those when you have a chance. And then finally, let's talk about kids. Raising kids can be pricey. But there are ways that you can get some big tax benefits now. Here are a couple tax credits to review. The first one is the earned income credit. For families who meet the income limits, this credit can be a wonderful benefit as it lowers your taxes owed and you may qualify for a refund. The second is the child tax credit. If you have a qualifying child under 17, 
you might be able to claim this, which is right now $2,000. What makes this a wonderful benefit is that it's a credit and not a deduction. And then finally, the dependent care credit. Daycare is a huge expense for parents, but you can offset some of that by taking this credit. It's based on how much you pay for childcare and household income. Currently, the limit is $1,050 for one child and $2,100 for two or more qualifying kids. Depending on your circumstances, you may qualify for some or all of these credits. So take some time to make sure that you understand how they work and who they're available to. All right, so after filing your taxes this year, you may find out that you're going to be expecting a refund. How can you make the most out of it? Here are five options to consider. The first is create or build up your emergency fund. If you haven't already, go ahead and bump up your savings. Life happens, so having a financial cushion in your bank account can be a wise move. The second is knock out a high interest debt. Carrying a high interest debt is like walking in quicksand. You're going to be pulled down. Paying off those debts can not only give you some breathing room in your budget, can also give you some peace of mind. Third is you might want to invest more for retirement. Did you max out your IRA contributions last year? If not, don't worry, you can fix that this year. Just take some of your tax refund and start contributing towards that. The fourth option is giving to a worthy cause. There are many charitable organizations that could use a little bit of help. So talk it over as a couple to see if there's something that you'd like to support and set aside a portion for. And then finally, please remember, just take a percentage and enjoy it. Getting ahead with our finances is not just about the numbers, but also quality of life. So skip the guilt and enjoy. This segment is brought to you by Coastal Credit Union. If you want to live better, you got to bank better. Find out how at bankbetter.org. Before we wrap up, I want to share a few key takeaways I got from preparing this episode, as well as a money tip that you can use this week to make taxes just a little bit easier. The first one is review your past tax returns and work benefits. You may be leaving money on the table. So see about the past couple years. What was your taxable income? Were you contributing enough to those accounts we mentioned? Or are there ways that you can improve? By getting a clear picture of where your money's been coming and going, you can then find a path forward that helps you maximize your finances now and in the future. And speaking about the future, the second takeaway is plan ahead to where you want to direct your refund so you can hit your big money goals faster. Whether it's saving, paying down debt, investing, giving to some worthy causes, or just having some fun with that money. Make sure that you write it down, plan it out carefully. You're more likely to enjoy the refund and get closer to your big goals. Finally, and this is just a practical tip. It's something that's helped us, small but effective. Make sure you have a central location for all the documents that are going to be coming in. I know between the two of us, we have many different accounts and they come in at different times, some early, some to be honest, late. So it's easy to lose them if you're not having a specific spot. So whether it's a folder or a tray, 
keep it in that area. And if you use software like TurboTax, what you can do is get started already with the documents you have, save it, and then update it as more documents come in. You can tackle your taxes bit by bit, so it might be less stressful with that approach. And if you want to discuss this more, don't forget to join us in the Thriving Families Facebook group. Our goal is to help one another out, not just with finances, but with our big life goals. Just head over to couplemoney.com slash FB. We hope to see you there. I hope you feel less stressed and more ready to tackle your taxes. As always, I'll have the resources we mentioned in this episode, including a link for TurboTax if you want to get started with them. That's who we use. Or you can go ahead now to couplemoney.com slash TurboTax to begin yours and get $20 off. Every bit counts, right? Next week on the podcast, we're going to be talking about how to, well, talk about money, specifically how to defuse money fights. Tracy Phillips will share how you can communicate better with your spouse about money and more. So if you haven't already, make sure you're subscribed. You don't want to miss out on that episode. We're on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, you name it. And if you want to share the show with your friends, I'd be grateful. Let's make money a way to connect instead of being a wedge and source of stress in our marriages. Our theme song was written and performed by Gentle Regime. Additional music by Lee, Rosevere, and Audio. Finally, and most importantly, thank you so much. I appreciate your support, sending me the emails, pinging me on social media. Thank you. And if you ever have an idea for the podcast, please reach out to me. I hope you have a wonderful week. Take care. <laughs>